0: My thought was that I wanted to preach from the floor today. But because of the variant, I decided that I would come to the altar. This is even better. (laughs) All right. There is a saying with clergy that sometimes we don't have to prepare a sermon because there are certain things that we'll just preach. Today's gospel will just preach. It's not that we gotta do a lot of things, because What else can we say? That a miracle has happened with two women. One young, a virgin even, and the other barren for years and old. And yet a miracle has taken place. For those of you that don't believe that miracles still happen, hold your breath. Now, Gabriel has been rather busy as we have been following Luke. Gabriel went to Zechariah and brought him good news. The good news was that Elizabeth would bear a son, and she would name that son John. Now we find that Mary, a young frightened maiden, has been visited by Gabriel. Gabriel brings her good news. He tells her that she will bear a son and he will be the Messiah, the Prince of Peace. Mary takes the news. He also adds that your cousin Elizabeth is in her sixth month. So you wonder why Mary is going to the hill country. Mary knows that Elizabeth is old in years, and yet Gabriel said she is in her sixth month. So up the hill she goes, and as she gets to the house of Elizabeth and enters it, Elizabeth, six months, feels, feels the baby leap for joy. Those of us that have been there at six months know how it feels when that baby just moves. This baby leaps for joy. Elizabeth said, why are you here? The lowliest. I am the lowliest. And yet, the mother of my Lord. How did she know that? Boy, that's a gossiping little angel, wouldn't you think? <laughs> the angel has told them. And she is delighted that her relative has joined us. How faithful is your faithfulness. These women were just ordinary women. These women should not have been pregnant. And yet a miracle had happened Two, in fact. Baby Jesus hasn't even gotten here and there are miracles happening already. So as we enter our third year, I believe, in Mass, let us pray for a miracle. I am always taken back when I was asked to visit a high prison. What is it? All locked down? One of those prisons? I was asked to preach as I watched the inmates come in in their brown khaki outfits. Old, some much too old. Very young men began to look at me as I looked at them, as they hit each other and said, That's the preacher? (laughs) They began to ask if they could have a video shown before I preached. And we said yes. Now the video that they chose was a hymn, and I had never heard this hymn before. Incarcerated men had insisted that we play Mary, Did You Know? Mary, did you know that your son would one day walk on water? Mary, did you know that this child would save brothers and sisters like you and me? As we gather today, planning for a joyous occasion on Christmas, remember last week when Father Will remind us that grief and joy sometimes intersect. Grief and joy is a way of life. How faithful is your faithfulness? How faithful do you believe that grief can be at one corner and joy on the other? There are many here today that are suffering with grief, but because of their faithfulness, they are here. They came to worship, to possibly set at the foot of our Lord and Savior, to get through their grief through this most holy period. What can we say about these two women that have been granted a gift that will change the world. Granted a gift that if we call on them, when my little ones are sick, and I think that I have bothered God a little too much, in my prayer and in my begging, I ask that Mary intercede for me. I go to Mother Mary because of my child and ask her to pray For me, also to the Father. Two ordinary women, like many of us. But I dare say, if Gabriel visits one of us, our faith would be put to the test. How faithful is your faithfulness? There are many things that we could say, but I'll go back to my military training where they said, keep it simple, Sergeant. So not to belabor this or to go into great detail, how much can we say that our Lord and Savior must have looked down that day and said, my people, my people, I will send you the Messiah. Two ordinary women whose deeds changed our lives. So as we continue our journey of joy, please do not get caught up in looking forward to little baby New Year's, you know, we give them a lot of credit. Little baby New Year's brings on that new year. I say, "Little baby, Jesus is where you put your belief for the new year, as we come out of this epidemic, as we pray for relief." As we ask the Lord to favor us, we know that we have sinned. We know that we are sinners. But we do believe, as the scripture said today, this lowly woman believed and took on this burden. She took it on for you and I. So when we get caught up in the merriness of Christmas, Don't forget the real meaning of this holiday. It is not one of gifts, expensive gifts, lavish food, although we know we enjoy that. We know who we are. Do not for a minute forget to pray. Remember who we are. We are all souls. A praying church. We stay prayed up. And as we enter this new year, we take Elizabeth and Mary along with us for the journey. We're waiting on that birth. That birth that says it's a new beginning. A new beginning for God's people. A new beginning for those who believe in their faith. How? Faithful is your faithfulness. Amen.